Hi! You are listening to the Feel Good Bride Club. I'm Laura. And I'm Natalie. And this is the place to be for brides to be. Click subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We can't wait to share all things weddings with you. And we are so excited to bring you the bridal buzz. Happy birthday to us, happy birthday <laughs> to us, happy first birthday to us, it's our birthday today. <laughs> we are one today, we are one since we published our first, we are one since yeah. we have been a year. It's been a year since we first published our very first Ever. Bride Club Up episode. Oh my god, we should be doing something really mega exciting. I know. We will, we will. <laughs> Let's buy a cake when we go home. Yeah, shall we? Yeah. Let's celebrate. Or a glass of fizz. Yeah. So yeah, happy birthday to us and happy Friday to you. Yeah, and thank you so much for everybody that's coming on this journey with us and been with us since day one. I know. We are one. I can't believe we're ah! one. <laughs> I know. Happy 12 months. Happy 12 months. Beautiful. Here's to many more months of wedding chats and feel-good combos. I know. Yeah. Thank you so much for all of your love and support and all your listeners. And we get some such gorgeous messages off everybody, don't we, all we the time? We do. We do. You always ta- you're always tagging us in your posts and stories on Insta and we're absolutely so grateful. So thank you. So today, talking about our beautiful listeners... We've had a few people message and ask about different questions and things and like you just want our bridal advice. So we just thought today would be a bit of a Q&A between us and you. Yeah. And do you know what? It, this is what this platform's for. Yeah. We want you to, as brides-to-be to feel able to reach out and ask us any questions you've got because... You know what? Sometimes a problem shared is a problem halved mm-hmm. and you feel so much better once you've done that. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'll read them out. And the first one I've got, hi girls, hope you are wonderful. I know this sounds a bit random, but I feel that I don't have the budget for my dream re- wedding and it's starting to get me down. Any advice, mm-hmm. I'll be really grateful. Sending lots of love. Oh, bless her. I know. Do you but... know what? This first off is that, you know, sometimes this needs to go back to feeling like you are going to have the best day no matter what you've got to lean into that sense of remembering what it's all about try and strip out the noise of the kind of instagram and pinterest kind of wedding rabbit hole that you can go down it's like you've got to go back to your why and you're marrying your one yeah the full stop moment comes after you remember that you are marrying your one everything else is a beautiful bonus and the people there just want to see you excited and enjoy it so really really remember the why and really take off that pressure yeah absolutely it's a lot of pressure to feel like that isn't it yeah and I think you're right I think Instagram Pinterest is incredible for inspiration but sometimes you're always comparing aren't yeah. you and you're thinking oh, I want this and we're we're in the wedding industry as you know we work on styled shoots all the time and these styled shoots are incredible but that's what they are the styled shoots yeah they're not always somebody's you know real Absolutely. wedding so it's for a supplier to show different 
beautiful parts of their creativity yeah it's for them to get really creative isn't it yeah exactly so sometimes remember you know everything you see on the internet everything you see like pinterest instagram absolutely is real but it also doesn't feel like doesn't mean that you have to have that absolutely um going into budgets we did a we did a pod a few weeks ago talking about how to save money and things and i mentioned about my like flowers and my styling and i am somebody we both are aren't we we both Mm. love styling and making everything look beautiful and i really it is really important to me but again i've kind of looked into what i would love and the budget I mean, I'd need 50 grand. (laughs) (laughs) Times a million. (laughs) Literally, how much did you spend on your flowers? 100 grand. And I ain't got that kind of cash. (laughs) Um, So I've done a lot of kind of like discussing with my florist how I can really, you know, use flowers in different um, areas throughout my wedding. Mm. So what's going in church can also come back. Obviously, you've got to leave some of them. Um, at church but the things I can bring back I am doing where you kind of have your welcome drinks people aren't going to be going back into that room again so I'm going to move them into the main room that we're going to be in mm. and some of the most beautiful weddings so my auntie's wedding for example was about 10 years ago and she had it at my grandparents house just mark not even a marquee like just literally a house party mm. garden party it was the most beautiful wedding I've ever been to. Mm. And it was the most memorable wedding because they almost stripped back from all of that stuff. And it was truly about the most important part, which is the people. And I feel that's a thing. I think as brides-to-be, you can put so much pressure on yourself, you know, and you've got to just always go back to your why, you know, and remembering what marriage is about. And marriage is about like, you know, let's do life together. Yeah. And I love you and let's say yes to each other and celebrate with people that we love like comparison is the theft of joy my loves Mm -hmm. so quiet the noise and just remember that the day is all about you two saying I do and you'll have the best day no matter what and there's so many different things like listen to our budget uh it was always called a budget actually our uh, podcast yeah I think it was about how to plan a wedding on a budget or how to save money on yeah, your wedding. Go back a few episodes have a little listen to that there's lots of different ways as well and Take away the stress, lovely, because you're going to have the best day. Yeah, so don't really worry. Are. Sending lots of and love. And tag us in your wedding photos on your wedding. Tag us, please. <laughs> um, I've ha- we've got another one here, and it's like, hi, hi, lovelies. What do you think about children at weddings? I'm having some dilemmas in conversations. Thanks. Okay. Mm. Well, this is a this is a funny one, isn't it? I think I think there's people that have got a really strong opinion of it, and people that haven't. Yeah. And I feel that we hear that a lot, like it is an absolute yes or no, or it's, well, whatever, I'm not too fussed. You know yeah. what I mean? I feel that there's definitely, there's two kinds of... Two kinds of camps. Yeah, definitely. I personally think it's, this is a hard one to kind of say, people are entitled to their own kind of ways and decisions and what they want to do, and that is absolutely fine. So, for example, if you're a bride... And you are absolutely, there is not a chance I am having any children at my wedding. Not a problem at all. Mm. But equally, you can't be upset if somebody chooses not to come to your wedding because they can't get childcare. Or you might have a destination wedding and children can't come. Then they might not come. And equally, if you're a guest and, you know, the bride and groom have made that decision to not have children... 
then as a guest, you also have to honour there. So I feel like it is definitely both sides, isn't mm, it? It's a real, real tough one. Yeah. It's almost kind of... It, it has to come from what the bride and the groom or the bride and the bride and the groom and the groom want. Um, it has yeah. to be about what their needs are. And that's, yeah. it's their wedding. And we, you've got to remember, it's almost respecting that and respecting the wedding. And there's a lot of kind of, we hear a lot of conversations around this, around, you know, family members being, or friends really being upset yeah. about the choices of like, you mm-hmm. know, what's, what's being said about children at weddings. And it's a really tough one. And for example, I don't have children, but I know if I did have children, I'd want my child there and I'd want my, you know, my extended family's children there, but I wouldn't necess- at your wedding. At my wedding. Yeah. But it but, but right now, if I was to get married, I'd be like, Well, I wouldn't be too upset if no if like, you know, children was there yeah. apart from my extended fa- like yeah. my close family, if that of makes sense. But again, even me trying to explain it, I'm actually thinking about, you know, my best friend's children. I'm like, oh, I can't imagine them not. It's a real, real tough one. And I think it has to just depend on numbers, on venue capacity, your affordability, meeting that, and also what kind of energy and ambience and vibe you want. Like how many weddings have we been to where the bride, you know, we've had one of our brides, and we've been there all day, so we've seen how the entire day runs. And, for example, they've said, we don't want any children there, and they have children. Yeah. So the children that's been invited have been at the wedding, but they've had um, nanny and childcare brought yeah. in. We've had them where they've had these gorgeous little mini teepees, marquees, so and the children are looked after, and they have the best time. Yeah. They have the photos taken with all the bridal party, you know, and they're all there, but then the, the, the children are more happy yeah. to be with all, like, the childcare and course, the other children, yeah. and the fun and the toys. And so I've seen it from that and I'm like, I really get how that can work as well. It's a, it is a really tough one. The thing I also don't have children, the thing I get confused about, and forgive me because I don't have children, is say, for example, you're at a local wedding. Yeah. Um, so you're at a wedding in your area and, you, and so you, you're staying at home, you know, mm-hmm. you're not a destination wedding. Um, you're at a wedding all day. Mm-hmm. You you've obviously got you know a taxi coming picking you up, so you're going to be at home at night time. Yeah. So you're not away for your from your children, apart from the day and the night. Obviously, everyone's got different circumstances and childcare, etc. The only thing I don't understand, and again, I don't have kids, is when people get so offended that the children haven't been invited to a wedding. So say like it's a friend, yeah, and they're like, I can't come because I can't get childcare or whatever. Yeah, absolutely fine. I appreciate that. But then they'll go out the week later with the girls on a night nice yeah. out. So this is where It's I, whether they've got the support the child. Support. So if they come in as a couple... Exactly. Then when they go out with the girls, they might have and a partner is, look after them. So, so I it's think... It's a hard one. I honestly think the answer to this is communication is key. Yeah. So if you're a bride who is like, I really don't want children to be there, but I don't know how to say it, rather than just put in for example, mm. Sally and Adam on the wedding invite and then just sending it off and it'd be a bit awkward. Just have a conversation with people. Yeah. And maybe put a little poem in and say, you know, as much as we'd love your little ones to be there and have a little poem written out. But I think just discussing it and having those conversations face-to-face or over the phone and discussing them before you send the invite, if it is awkward with certain people then do that have a conversation i think so. it is i mean obviously we've got this message through because it's obviously clear that she potentially doesn't want children at the wedding yeah 
and somebody else does in in the party. Yeah, that's what possibly. that's how I've read the the message. Yeah, and it's hard in that you know case. But the only way you can clear something like that up is being really honest and just say, really honest. I, I'd lo- I love them to be there, but I'm not having anybody else's. And you know, I want you to be there. I want you to almost have a date day. I want yeah. you to come with your partner and have a day just for you two and enjoy it and let your hair down and we haven't got childcare there and stuff. It's it, it's just about communication mm. and it is about whatever, you know, the people that's hosting the wedding wants. I it, and I and I'd accept that. If I had a you know, if I had children and I was invited to a wedding and there were no children, I would almost you have to almost think, Well, what's the bride I know want but it is such a tough one it is because a tough one. it's one of those I don't think there is a right ha- answer no, here. No. I think the right answer depends on what the host of the wedding wants and having communication to people that may be struggling with childcare because that's the challenge. Yeah. If you've got children and you're at a family wedding and everybody who usually looks after your children are, are at that the wedding, wedding, then that's really, really hard because so what, what does that you know poor black person do? Because they're like, oh, I, well, I, who's going to look after my child? If no... It's a hard one. So this is very clear. I feel the bride has to also be understandable with the guests yeah. if they've got a problem it's with a it. It's a two-way understanding, it isn't is. it? The way, what we've done with our wedding, so family, immediate family children are all coming because they're mm. exactly the same. All childcare are in the family. Yeah. Um. And what I've done with my friends is I've put their partner, them and the partner's names on the invite and left the children's names off. But I've said to them, children are more than welcome, but it's not going to be child friendly. Right, okay. So do whatever yeah. you want. You're more than welcome to bring them. They are more yeah. than welcome to come. But it's it's for mum and dad. <laughs> yeah, you, want, you yeah because I know you want to have it a party. You want everyone to let the hair down. Do. Yeah, and you want like people to have a really good entertainment. Really yeah. important for you and stuff, and you want that kind of vibe. And I get it. I it, feel like we've I been quite it. fair in that sense. Like yeah. they are more than welcome to come. So we've not said children are invited. Yeah, because you, have you got some guests that are coming, but like um, grandparents coming over to Ireland yeah. and they're looking after the children exactly that. whilst they come. Do you, and that yeah. works nice as well, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, and the children can could come if they wanted to yeah. come. You know, if they wanted to bring the children. But my friends are all like, I know it's going to be like a party. I know it's going to be a boozy one. I don't want my child to come. And yeah. that's, again, it's difficult it's, when you don't have kids It's as well. difficult when you, you don't, don't have children. And it's also difficult when, you know, that might not be somebody's focus. They're like, I don't want to not have my child. Yeah. Again, I think, it's a, I think the best thing that we can kind of say on this one is talk to the people that are finding your request tough. Yeah. And just have a really open, honest conversation with them. Express your needs, express what you'd love, express that you want to find a solution to it, which could be, you know, like you've done that with your wedding invite and also like saying, you know, if somebody can come and look after your child nearby, it could be just a really nice day. You know, the focus is around, you know, having a communication Mm -hmm. and, and conversation. So, talk my advice to this you know message is just talk and reach out and you know don't put too much worry around it and just remember it is it is always down to the wedding host i would say you know and that's what you've got to just bear in mind there's got to be a lot of balance and compromise and understandings as long as it doesn't compromise you know a situation i.e if there is nobody to look after your child and you know you yeah. come to the wedding again i really feel for because it it's hard one yeah but maybe just reach out talk 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 and just make sure that you've you know you there's a there's a, you know you're both looking for a solution yeah that's absolutely. the best way to do it well, isn't it you'll find a solution you'll meet in the middle won't you? yeah i know so next one we've had help 
my bridesmaids can't decide on the same dress and it's driving me mad. Lol. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. This, well. well, this, do you know what? I feel this one is probably down to, you know, like there's so many beautiful different options on the mm. market now. Mm-hmm. I feel that the last three to five years, bridesmaid dresses have just totally just upped their game. I yeah. feel that you've just seen so many different styles, vibes. It's just beautiful. And the high street are doing amazing. Like yeah. ASOS are doing fabulous at yeah. all this as well. And there's so many different independent companies. So I think that's probably down to like choice and taste as well, yeah. isn't it? Um, I What would you do on this one? So a really good piece of advice I would recommend is don't make them wear the same dress. Mm. So if you, so for example, I'm a bridesmaid in a few weeks, six weeks, and the chosen colour is that gorgeous Christmas maroon colour. Yeah. So she wants us all in the same colour, but we can pick our own dress. Yeah. We've seen a lot of that, to be fair, haven't we? And I have been a bridesmaid twice, and when I've picked my own dress, I'm expected to pay for my dress which I am more than happy to. Yeah, so true. saves you some money. It could, you, that's actually a really valid point, yeah. that. And I feel that there's more and more kind of like um, brides opting for exactly that. Like, this is my palette. Mm. You go and choose and let me kind of see yeah. and go from there. And can we just say, as wedding experts, if your bridesmaids feel incredible in their dresses... It's a completely different vibe. It is, you know. It is. They're more confident. They're more like laughing, joking. If you're all in the same and you've, you know, you've struck gold and everyone loves this one particular dress, perfect. You're winning, yeah. But if not... And that that can happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, we see so many gorgeous dresses, Oh, God, yeah. Especially when they're the same. You you know, there's some absolutely stunning ones. But it is like this question about like, well... (laughs) cry for help yeah (laughs) (laughs) that is literally where you've got to have like a really like good think about do you want your bridesmaids just to feel absolute knockout and beautiful and great by giving them the decision to wear what they want but obviously in your colour palette you you decide you have like the final say and I would say so we've done probably five weddings recently they've all had different they have you know and I love it some have all had completely different colours yeah some have had like we had ones where the the colour was green but it was yeah, all loved. different tones of green yeah all the forest to the oh, lime it to the beautiful. sage green it was beautiful that wasn't it we had one last week at Wisedale Park and she went for autumnal colours yes so they had mustard they had rust they had like an emerald green they were gorgeous and stars. and her wedding as well they all had different textures textures so you can go for that you could literally say actually i want the same texture as in yeah. i want it all a slip silk but mm-hmm. different colors or i yeah. want it all or in different styles or i want it all kind of like you know the velvets oh, uh, this time of year it's amazing. stunning isn't it the autumnal yeah. christmas vibe you know and then have different kind of styles at the top but different colors but this could be a really lovely compromise because you've got to think as well, if it works with your colour palette to have like a beautiful different array of colours, it looks absolutely yeah. bloody gorgeous Amazing. on photos, doesn't I'm it? I'm doing that for mine. You're doing that, yeah. Because I've got 10 bridesmaids. Um, <laughs> I know, it's ridiculous. I've got 10. <laughs> you did hear 10. Yes, 10. <laughs> Woohoo! And 250 guests. I must be mad. <laughs> but everyone's different. Everyone's got different styles. Everyone's into different 
thing. So like, I'm, I am this bride where it's like, wear whatever you like. Yeah. Go in that colour palette, you know, I'll give you all a gorgeous colour palette and you can pick whatever you Absolutely. want. Absolutely. I've... Um... As well to say about this, about letting if you if you wanted to let your bridesmaids choose depending on what your colour palette is. I've had a destination wedding where and I've seen this actually a couple more times on a shoot perspective, and the bride said, I don't care whatever you get, you don't need a dress. Oh wow. And Amy's when she got married in France and literally Oh my god, they it was stunning. Incredible. And you had a bridesmaid in a trouser suit, you had a bridesmaid in a top and skirt, like really kind of like you know like beautiful like jewel yeah. top and skirt you had a bridesmaid in a jumpsuit bridesmaid in a, in a dress bridesmaid in a short dress long dress it there was seven i think seven or six bridesmaids for that one but like it they was amazing incredible and honestly to get they all had the hair and makeup different yeah and all together it just looked so beautiful yeah. everyone felt like you said all the bridesmaids felt beautiful. Mm-hmm. And when you get your bridesmaids feeling beautiful, it's just the energy's great, isn't and it? It is, everyone. Yeah. You know what it's like when you feel good or when you feel like you look good, you feel you good. Feel good. You feel good. This is the so point great, of it all yeah. feeling, you know, like this is like why, you know, we kind of always focus on the feel good. And obviously we're called the feel good bride club yeah. <laughs> for a reason that's not it's just us. we want you to feel good. We just know that obviously we've got another business, Nala and not, and you know, we've got it's quite you know it's a big business you know we cover all the uk destination weddings got a large team and all of the weddings we've done like you know in excess of a thousand plus weddings all mm-hmm. the weddings we've done we know that when a woman feels amazing yeah she will amplify how much she wants to like not just bring that energy into a room yeah. but she looks amazing as well like yeah. her hair and makeup looks great and she looks great in a dress but that feeling, feeling that feeling is absolutely just priceless yeah you know you show up different as a woman you show up different you wear your dress different yeah. you wear your energy different and mm-hmm. it's just beautiful and that's what we want every single one of our bridal parties to have as Nolan. and now that's a core message of what we do yeah, over there absolutely. so that's why we brought that over here but our advice is make sure everyone feels, feels good. amazing. I know. And, and you know that energy will will go carry out throughout the whole day. So I really do think that is a, a really good option for you to consider. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, definitely. And tag us in your photos. Yeah, tag us in your photos. You heard the running theme. <laughs> tag us. We want to see you. We love you. Um, and the last one we've got saying, hi, hi, Lauren, Nat, hope you're both wonderful. I just want to say that I would love to get into the wedding industry. Um, I've got some ideas. What would your, how would you approach starting your own business in the wedding industry? Oh, love. okay. Oh, nice. Well, this is really funny because I obviously was makeup and you were hair and yeah. makeup, weren't you originally? And I actually didn't have a wedding business before I met you, did I? No. I was just a freelance makeup artist and almost fell into the wedding industry. Yeah. Loved it. So this person, they've not actually said what they are, but they could be a florist, they could yeah. be a cake maker, they could be a fellow MUA or hairstylist. Yeah. Um, so first of all, you need to, do, I would say, number one, I know you might already do, have some work experience in the wedding industry and see yes. if the industry is for you. One million percent. 
Yeah, Definitely. because this, this industry is precious and special and beautiful and it needs for you to feel that way about yeah. it as well because it needs to be, it does You've need to be to treasured it. because yeah. it, it's beautiful. Well, you're working on the, you know, somebody's most important day 100%. of their life. So you have to feel honoured and love that you're, what you're doing. So it's not just a job, it's an honour. Absolutely. Love that saying. Yeah. Um. So I think first and foremost is make sure that you truly want to be in the wedding industry. Sometimes yeah. people just think, oh, that looks nice. Mm. And it is. It's amazing. We adore it. But we also have worked with people, especially hairdressers who do weddings. And we've got friends who are hairdressers and the like. Don't do weddings. I find them quite overwhelming. I like yeah. being in my salon. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. That's, yeah. That suits you. So first and foremost, I do that. And then are we talking here about kind of how she's setting up a business like yeah she wants to know how to get into the wedding industry like so she hasn't said what she does so but... i think like instagram pages set up an instagram yes, page for sure loads of content do yourself a gorgeous little um logo yeah. you know think of yourself as a brand as a company um the minute you change and look at yourself as like a brand and a company is the minute you change isn't it yeah for and sure you, feel, you know take yourself seriously and mm. believe in yourself yeah and i f- feel that you know this advice would go for if you're going into any industry yeah. the only different you know caveat here is definitely about you know loving bridal you yeah. must you must experience the industry yeah, absolutely. you must you must have like a view of it because for example we've had we do a lot of work with different um colleges uh, that you know we support some of their students you know and kind of give them overviews about how the bridal industry is and yeah. sometimes a student will kind of think they love bridal and they've you know with they've come and they've shadowed us and they've actually felt that it's not for them based on how much there is to consider on a wedding morning yeah as hair and makeup artists we're invited to the most intimate special but equally the most highly pressured and stressful part yeah. of like a wedding because yeah, it's a getting ready process it is the best morning it's so exciting it's fabulous but if you can imagine it yeah it's all the joy the fun the excitement the anticipation and we know how that wedding morning needs mm-hmm. to run as do all of our stylists because that's what they've done time and time again yeah if you haven't done that before it can feel a little bit like oh I wow. you know I don't know what to do <laughs> yeah yeah equally if you're a florist wanting to do and get into bridal there'll be a different requirement and expectation yeah. because there's not just you know a, a kind of you know one arrangement of flowers there might be several exactly. there's a venue dressing with a flower arrangements there's working with stylists yeah. there's potentially going to a church then moving to a venue to do that and then restyling the room set up for the next area yeah. and set up of the bre- wedding breakfast mm-hmm. so that again it's like that is a really good piece of advice what you said definitely make sure you love bridal work in bridal feel bridal see how you feel about it but when it comes to setting a business up I would absolutely say that you know it starts with a belief and a passion yeah. if you love what you do and you love that you you then make sure that you've got to set goals and you make it happen you put yourselves in an environment where you're networking with other people in yeah. the bridal industry you're getting yourself out there and being thought of as a bridal specialist you've got the logo as you've said and the brand a moment you think about yourself as that brand yeah. you, you start working under that brand but you have to almost have that mindset and that absolutely. belief that drive that passion by loving bridal to to do it everything else falls in place by you having that and having that belief and goal and passion i honestly believe that what's not what is meant for you will never miss you yeah and 
infuse that with a passion and respect and love for the bridal industry it will grow and flourish you know just kind of network get yourself out there do your instagram it's all about social media at the moment yeah i think um, i think a big one for us was definitely in the very beginning was networking wasn't it networking going yeah. to wedding fairs and wedding fairs yeah and building relationships and you might think you know oh i don't need to go to that wedding fair but in the very beginning of your bridal business um that is that for us really helps didn't it we met loads of people we created some gorgeous relationships who are now friends for life Mm. you can do like styled shoots and all different things style shoots are amazing because then you get tagged by different suppliers and things and um yeah websites and there's lots and lots of things there's so many things this is just a, because we don't know exactly what you're doing it's really hard yeah. to kind of be specific but what we do we we with interestingly with our um we've got a new business called the bridal school so we're going to be training hair and makeup artists that want to be bridal specialists yeah. and part of that course is business training mm-hmm. so we obviously work with them we've got like um, a bridal business model that we work with them on of what we did with nola and yeah. not and feel good bride club and our uh, lunar and light company and now the bridal school so we work on a kind of a approach about how you can position yourself if you're a bridal hair and makeup artist that wants to be a you know a specialist in industry um but my advice is it's got to start with passion and belief yeah. and then set yourself a goal and you know just just put yourself in a position of networking and making friends with people collab build relationships and if you are driven and passionate enough about wanting something then you will make it happen don't put pressure on it enjoy it and always remember to love what you do because that's the core of everything you know you have to love what you do in life don't you yeah absolutely i feel very inspired i do i'm ready to watch some sort of like inspirational (laughs) ted talk or something have a great day (laughs) if it's meant to be it starts with me let's do this you can do this but if but but seriously you um i have um replied to you know this lovely lady and, and said that if she would like the more information to get yeah. in touch but if you would like a little bit more information about you know getting into business in the bridal industry reach out because we have always helped people and that's yeah, what we, we do we love helping yeah don't we? so definitely do that as well absolutely my are those the questions that's Win it that's it four four one two yeah we're done four amazing yeah thank you so much for them and if you have any more questions anything wedding related bridal related or just if you just needed like want to chat (laughs) just reach out we'd love to talk to you (laughs) but we love answering your questions so keep them sending in and keep tagging us um you know send us some selfies with you listening to the bride um i want to say the bridal school then the feel good bride club and yeah subscribe share like this is always your bit this is my bit yeah (laughs) please like subscribe share us with all your bridal besties and make sure that you if you like what we do which we hope you do and we love your feedback please give us a five star rating because it helps us get seen by other people that we could help um and my final thought of today is ladies keep moisturized we are in (laughs) But we're in autumnal cold weather. Yes, it's, keep moisturised and, you know, keep... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's I just random. honestly... No, we need to. I'm passionate about this. Moisturise. And, and hydrate. And hydrate, really, H2O. even more than ever. While she's putting your heating on, you know, get <laughs> hydrated. Honestly, I feel that that has changed I'm a bath and put your cream Oh, on. my God. I want to do that now. <laughs> 
That's your top tip for today. Moisturize. Sponsored by Jo Malone oh, Body Cream. Yeah, amen, sister. <laughs> oh, you don't mind, loves. So we're going to wrap this up now because we'll go on rambling um, for another million years. <laughs> but sending you all our love Lots and... You know, keep in touch and we'll see you next week. See you next week and happy eight bonfire night this weekend. Oh, happy bonfire bonfire. night. Enjoy whatever you're doing, my loves. Stay hydrated (laughs) and (laughs) moisturised. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening and we are so excited to be part of your wedding journey. Don't forget, if you've not subscribed, please do. Please leave us a review. Please share it with all your bride-to-be friends and we can't wait to catch up next time. See See you soon. soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.